Sunday morning. Time for the great outdoors with Charlie Potter. Brought to you by the all-new Chevy Silverado and ChevyDriveChicago.com on Chicago's very own 720 WGN. Welcome to the Great Outdoors Show. Charlie Potter, your host here on WGN Radio 720 in Chicago. As believe it or not, we've now marched into September. And beginning on Thursday, dove season opened in Illinois and across all of the upper Midwest. And early reports are this has been a great start to the, to the year. As I said last week, we appear to have had one of our better nesting seasons in years. So dove hunters are smiling more than they have in the last few years from the reports that I've heard so far. This morning's show is one I've looked forward to doing for a long time because I'd like to do on WGN Radio from time to time is try to be sort of avant-garde or a trendsetter to say, pay attention now because in a few years what we're talking about I think will be mainstream in America. And what I'm talking about this morning, and my guest is Brandon Maddox, who is the CEO and owner of something called Silencer Central out of South Dakota. And it's uh, it's about creating silencers for firearms, shotguns, rifles, hunting, which I think is going to change the way we hunt in America, particularly in urban areas and areas where noise is a problem. So, Brandon, thank you very much for joining me this morning. I really appreciate your taking the time. Absolutely. Thank you, sir, for having me. I first have to ask you, you're in one of my favorite states. I'm going to be there in late October. We're going to be doing some filming for our IMAX film, Wings Over Water, and we're also going to be testing out some of your silencers, which I'm excited about. But give me a background. You're, you're a pharmacist by, by trade. And by the way, as you're listening to this, this is not going to be a show, because I don't do shows like that. It's not a show about guns. It's a show about how we can have the hunting industry and, and, and the hunting heritage be preserved in areas where, where it's under threat because of, of noise and things like that. So anyway, Brandon, start off with, you were a pharmacist. How on earth did you get into this business? Yeah, good question. So um, my wife is from South Dakota, and so I'm from the southeast. And when I moved out here, um, I started prairie dog hunting. And what I noticed is as soon as you shoot, the prairie dogs sort of scatter they're astute enough to realize that gunshot is uh, probably not something beneficial for them. So just over years of shooting prairie dogs, I thought, wow, it'd be great to have something to mitigate the sound so that the prairie dogs aren't scared every time you shoot. And so that's how I bought a suppressor and used it, and it worked phenomenally well. It was just the process of acquiring it was very difficult, and I kind of came to the conclusion there was probably a better way. And to be honest with you, originally it was just for myself because I was having trouble going through the process locally to acquire them. I thought i got to figure out a way to do this myself because I can't handle buying them locally again. So it started off many years ago with your saying, I'd like to, to get this product and finding out that you really couldn't. And, and on the research that I've done and the friends that I have uh, who have suppressors, I've come to find that most states in the United States prevent suppressors. It won't surprise you, Brandon. Last time I checked, Illinois did not. Um, but I look at this as how do we 
solve some of the urban wildlife hunting conflicts that are occurring all over the country. And in particular, we have something here in Illinois uh, called the nuisance goose season. Wisconsin's got it too, and lots of states have it. It used to be called an early goose season. Now it's just a nuisance goose season because we have so many geese around. And yet the geese are in urban areas where lots of people at 630 in the morning don't want to hear shotguns going off, even though the, where people are hunting, they're far enough from houses, but you get all the noise complaints, and soon enough, the farmer or the landowner says, I'm tired of this, and they shut them down. So I looked at your product, and I thought, can this be a way to help further, let's start off with geese, you know, having hunting take place in urban areas where it's used for waterfowl management, which is really important. Am, am I right that this is where the trend is going and that you're the leader in this industry? Yeah, absolutely. No, totally. The market's been growing at 40% per year. I mean, it's still small. Um, there's only like 3.5 to 4 million suppressors ever sold in America compared to the, you know, 300 million farms out there. So, you know, the ratios are off. You can tell it's taken a while to catch up. But, you know, we just find that uh, hunters especially love the ability to reduce that recoil while they're hunting. And then also, just like you're saying, the benefit of not having to wear hearing protection, not disturbing your neighbors. Um, you know, when I first started selling in Minnesota, when they became legal there and in Wisconsin, which are more populated, uh, more densely populated areas in South Dakota, I, you know, I learned that people were worried about disturbing their neighbors. They would say, my neighbor doesn't mind if I shoot, but I never hear him shoot. So it almost became sort of a, a polite way to shoot, if you will. So how much less noise, take a standard 12 gauge, and I'm going goose hunting, and I'm at I'm going to be I'm going to be in, in, in and around an urban area and hunting in fields. How much less noise does a 12 gauge shotgun make with a suppressor versus without a suppressor? Yeah, that's a good question. It's always tough because the decibels are you know they're always hard to like quantify for someone. But um, you know I figure most people are used to shooting say like a rimfire, like a 22 rifle or you know something in a smaller caliber. It's going to be quieter than that. So a, a 22 you know caliber is is considered hearing safe. So it's going to take the shotgun sound and make it hearing safe. So you won't have to wear earplugs. You wouldn't have to worry about hearing damage for you know if you're hunting with dogs or if you're hunting with other people. So it's hearing safe. It'd be like a loud hand clap. I mean, what I find, especially in hunting, is most of the time they can't tell where the shot came from. And since they can't tell where the shot came from, they typically don't, uh, it doesn't distract them, if that makes sense. So this has application. Really, and I think one of the things we do on the Great Outdoors show is we, we talk about neat ideas and, and, and things that can change, be transformational for wildlife management. So Silencer Central, which is your company. Yes, sir. Are you getting, de are you getting demand from, from people who want to want to hunt in and around urban areas? Or in other words, Illinois doesn't permit silencers of any kind right now. Could we right. go to the Department of Natural Resources and say, you know, this is really a great wildlife management tool. We have nuisance goose seasons. We have lots of deer hunting around urban areas. Why don't we permit this? Is that something that, that, that we should be advocating? 
Yeah, absolutely. I mean, if you look, there's they're not a public safety issue. So if you just look at the amount of crimes that are done with legally acquired suppressors or silencers, they're not a public safety issue. And typically that's what legislative uh, bodies or law enforcement look at. Is it a public safety issue? So by lawfully acquiring a suppressor through the federal process, it's not going to be a public safety issue. So if, if the elected officials were educated on the benefits of the suppressor for hunting in urban areas and then also showed showing the data where there isn't a public safety issue, everyone always references Europe, right? In Europe, you can buy suppressors over the counter. Um, it's almost kind of required in a lot of areas. If you're shooting, you have to use a suppressor. So I think it's definitely worth pushing. I mean, as you know, 42 states have them legal to own suppressors and 41 of them you can hunt in and uh, the other states are the ones that just won't even really take up the discussion Uh, and that's the hard part just getting them to open their mind enough to think about it as a possibility but I think this is a a beautiful angle it's something different than anyone anyone else has tried and I think traditionally the way it's gotten through is through the manufacturing you know if, if, if silencers aren't legal here how do our police departments test them or how do manufacturers that make firearms that want to test suppressors on them how do they get them in stock if they want to be able to compete outside of a state where they are lawful and I think this is a unique option to go for the hunting of course we do sell a lot to game fishing parks um, and it's a lot easier transfer to the government agencies so um, no I think it's a it's a huge opportunity it's a great place to start so let me I'm going to talk in a moment after the break uh, actually let me go to the break now when I come back I want to ask you a little bit about deer hunting which of course is huge and how suppressors can be used in deer hunting. And then I want to focus on what you touched on is how you, how you get a suppressor. And you, you are, I, I've done a, quite a bit of research on this, and you've made it easier than anybody else, and talk about why, what the process is, and then, and then also a little bit about the silencer that you created. We're visiting uh, with Silencer Central, believe it or not, which is a name that you've never probably heard of until today. With Brandon Maddox, who's its CEO out of South Dakota, and it's a novel concept that I personally think is going to change the future of hunting in a lot of places in America. We'll be back in just a moment with much more on the great outdoors. This is the Outdoor Voice of Chicago and America, WGN Radio, and first a message from our longtime sponsors, the Chicagoland and Northwest Indiana Chevrolet dealers. When sunrise is your alarm clock, life is different. You eat a ditch for breakfast. Love the smell of diesel in the morning with a hot cup of joe. The weather report is 40% chance of mud. And corporate pull, that's 36,000 pounds of towing capacity with a gooseneck trailer. Mudden is PTO. You know sometimes when the paved road ends, the fun begins. Chevy Silverado 3500 HD is waiting to run over something, anything. No road, no problem, because the best way out is always through. A trouble rides a swift horse, and you don't want trouble pulling a backhoe loader. Chevy Silverado HD is a wake-up call. Now, during Chevy truck season, get a $1,000 accessory allowance toward the purchase of a new truck with accessories. You worked hard for your money. Spend it smart. So see your Chicagoland and Northwest Indiana Chevy dealer today or go to ChevyDriveChicago.com for all the details. Chevy Silverado HD. Power up and experience life in HD. It's Charlie Potter and the Great Outdoors on Chicago's very own 720 WGN. Welcome back to the Great Outdoors show. Charlie Potter, your host here on WGN Radio, and we are visiting with Brandon Maddox, who's the founder 
and CEO of Silencer Central out of South Dakota, who's come up with a product, if you're just joining me, that I think is going to be transformative for the hunting and shooting sports world, particularly in and around areas where noise is a problem. Brandon, before we start talking about the logistics and how difficult it is to, to get one, deer hunting. Deer hunting is huge. What, what are some of the advantages of silencers? One of the things you said a moment ago was there's a lot less recoil. Can you kind of walk us through why you would want to use a silencer for deer hunting, and especially if you're in and around places where people you know, don't like to hear a lot of shots going off? Yeah, absolutely. I would say that, you know, deer hunting is one of the most popular applications for suppressors. And oddly enough, a lot of customers who live in other states want to go to Illinois to hunt uh, deer. So it, it seems like it'd be a perfect fit. But, you know, some of the benefits of hunting, we talked about recoil reduction. So people think about the ability of using a larger caliber to more ethically take the game. You could potentially use, you know, a 300 wind mag when maybe before you might have used, you know, a 270 or, you know, a 308 or it just and also allows kids, youth, to use a larger caliber because you're not going to feel as much recoil. The other benefit is, obviously, uh, you're not going to have the loud percussion after the shot, so you don't have to wear earplugs. You can communicate with other people you're hunting with. Uh, I recently got back from Africa on Plains Games, and you could tell instantly when you made a shot whether it was a kill shot or not just because you could hear the sound so distinctly when you hit the animal, so it's perfect for that. Uh, the other thing is it doesn't pollute the area where you're hunting. So let's say that you do shoot with a suppressor and you miss, you get an additional shot. And if, say, you're in a position where you have two people hunting and you have two tags and there's two deer there, you can, in most cases, take both of those deer without scaring the other one off. So, you know, the benefits are it just doesn't scare the game. When they, If they do hear the shot, they can't tell where it came from. And a lot of times they may be a little disoriented, like, I wonder what that was. It's not the same kind of taking off in fear. Well, I would also imagine that if you, in deer hunting, if you shoot and wound an animal with your first shot, the fact that you have reduced the amount of noise would make it far easier for you to get a clean killing shot than a deer that's suddenly taken off. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I've seen a lot of you shoot one and they don't even realize they've been shot. So a lot of times they're not even running. So if for some reason, like you said, you didn't get the perfect shot, you have an opportunity to re-engage. Well, I have to give credit where credit's due. The person who introduced me to you is someone we've had on the air many times, and that's Chris Dorsey out of Denver, Colorado. And Chris, as you know, is a leader in the outdoor industry. And Chris called me and said, you have to learn about this product after he had been with you in Africa. You have to learn about this product. I think it's, I think it's going to really change the way people hunt in the future. So can you tell me a little bit about Silencer Central? Um, for a second, what your product is before I go off into how on earth you even get one. Yeah, good question. So uh, we're licensed in 42 states where they're legal, so we can do the paperwork for the customers and mail it to the front door. But the product that we sell the most of is the Banish line of suppressors, and they're all titanium, which makes it super light for hunters. Typically, hunters don't want to put something on into their barrel that's going to weigh too much. So these Banish suppressors are all titanium, which is really nice just from uh, from a hunting perspective or as you know, carrying it while you're hunting or even having it on the end of your barrel, even if you are shooting from a blind or you know, a bench or something like that. But um, all of our suppressors were made kind of with hunters in mind with us having started in the Dakotas. That's where most of our customers have come from was, you know, varmint hunting, big game hunting. And uh, it just has been a really good niche for the hunter, the, the banished line of products. 
So uh, I take it they work for lead shot and they work for steel shot going through shotguns? Yeah, absolutely, for sure, yep. So what about ranges and, and clay targets? So many areas are being challenged because of the noise coming from emitting from clay target shooting ranges. Is this an application that can work in clay targets, or is it too unwieldy? Yeah, no, definitely. It can work with clay targets as well. I mean, you know, obviously the shotgun suppressor lines, um, you know, it does add a little bit of extra length to the barrel and a little extra weight. So, of course, you know, you have to practice your swing, but it's definitely um, an application as possible. I mean, it was a big talk that we had earlier this week, just kind of meeting with federal up in um, Minnesota, because that's a big deal for them. Just the number of trap shooters in the Minnesota area is like the fastest growing sport in the state. So it's, it's, it's like anything, I suppose, a little bit of getting used to, but the recoil is less. And I know that having been around shotguns since I was five years old, and I'm not five anymore, my hearing is nowhere near what it was. Uh, and I suppose that this, as you said, this is a way to make shooting uh, less impactful on your hearing. And everyone knows who's spent a lot of time duck hunting, as I have, you don't hear very well eventually. Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, that's... Uh... That's a big deal to be able to preserve your hearing. Like I said, just even communicating with other people that are there hunting with you. Typically, people hunt with family or socially, and to be able to continue that communication while you're hunting is it's a huge advantage. Well, Brandon, would you just tell us in a moment, we've got about two minutes left, what's the, how difficult is it to get one of these silencers? I, I had to be fingerprinted. I've had to fill out reports, and yet you make it easier than anybody else. Is this ever going to get simpler? What do you think, and how do you do it? Yeah, good question. So think of it as a title transfer. We ask the feds to retitle the ownership from us to you, and then when it's approved, we can mail it to your front door. But, yeah, we do have to capture information. The laws that surround us are created in the 30s, so unfortunately they're a bit archaic. But we manage the paperwork for the customer as far as getting the paperwork signed digitally, getting your fingerprints mailed to us so we can send them digitally to the ATF. Um, you know, we've really streamlined the process where we're kind of managing it for the customer. And then a uh, question like far as in the future, will it change? Maybe. I mean, this seems to me the way it's going to work is the more people that own suppressors and then educate their elected officials, the more popular they'll become. And then also, I think they'll potentially get it to a point where they're deregulated completely. Well, you are on a great outdoor show and WGN, as you know, is one of the big superstations in America. So you're being heard this morning uh, from everything between the Appalachians and the Rockies and northern Manitoba to Louisiana. And, and we have a big podcast audience, too. So I have a feeling that those of you listening, if you want to get the laws changed to make it easier to get one, hopefully this is a start. And, Brandon, I think you've created a product that, that is going to transform hunting in a very positive way. And just so I close it out, it's Silencer Central, and you're out of yep, South Dakota. Absolutely. Yes, sir. Yeah, we're licensed in all. Yeah. Wonderful. Well, thank you for being with us. I look forward to field testing your product in South Dakota with John Cooper uh, a little bit later and Phil Borgeli in, in uh, October. Uh, that will awesome. be a fun experience, and I'll give you a personal feedback. And all of you, thank you for listening this morning. I'll be back next Sunday morning on the Great Outdoors Show, and when I do, I'm going to begin a voyage. Forty years ago, next Sunday, I began to follow the waterfowl migration from the end of the road in Manitoba to the end of the road in, in Louisiana and all the way to the Gulf. I'm going to start off with a little bit of a story of what day one was like uh, 40 years ago next Sunday. Thanks for listening. And Brandon Maddox, thanks for being with me. 
This is Charlie Potter on the Outdoor Voice of Chicago and America, 720 WGN.